When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday morning. It's a, a wet one out there this morning, but you know, it's not snow. So I'll take it. Yeah. We'll, we'll take it. In studio with me today, Sean LeBlanc and Courtney Bondi, uh, sales reps with the Dan Gemma's team. And uh, yeah, it's been, I just came back from Florida. So um, with no to, tan. Yeah, you with wouldn't no be able to tan. Go. <laughs> go figure. I know. More, more about that in a second. Uh, coming up on today's show, uh, we have home repair remedies to borrow from your medicine cabinet. Interesting stuff. We've also got uh, eight red flags to look for in a real estate listing. Now, this is a, a little funny. There's, there's some funniness to this one, you know? Some obvious answers. We don't like to have yeah. much fun on our show, right? But <laughs> we'll, <laughs> so we'll, try. Get to, we'll, we'll try. And we have a question that was emailed this week while I was away, so we'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to that, too. But yes, Florida, it was a good time. It was a week away. I'm apparently not tanned. You wouldn't be able to tell, no. It was, uh, I know, I'm, I'm horrible. I'm usually, I'm white and pasty, but that's just me. Still white and pasty. <laughs> Still white and pasty. Um, we had great weather. It was sunny all week. Um, we had rented, Kathy and our team, their, their daughter has a, uh, a house that they own. They bought it. There's a, a right right around uh, 10 minutes from, from uh, Disney. And you can rent the house uh, and it has a pool and it's, you know, it's all, oh, perfect. it's amazing. It's perfect. And um, so we rented that for the week and uh, did Disney for a couple days, um, did Legoland with the kids. How was oh, that? The kids Legoland was good. Um, we had heard from a lot of people that uh, if your kids are, you know, past the age of seven or eight, it's probably too young for them. Um, and I tend to agree completely with that. Um, our boys are, are, uh, are five and three and they loved it. Uh, there was a few things that they couldn't do, but very little. It was basically just a couple of roller coasters they couldn't do. We brought them. <laughs> Daddy, we want to do this one roller coaster. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be pretty. And they were both tall enough. It was 40 inches to get in. And they're both 40 inches. Uh, and uh, 41 was is, is our oldest. And our youngest is 40. And uh, they wanted to do this roller coaster. And it's not a massive roller coaster. Don't get me wrong. It's not It's not a Sear Point roller coaster. But it's big. kind of a big drop. For, for them. It's, a decent it's a drop for, for them, right? And me and Nick look at each other thinking, oh boy, this is, we really, okay, let's do it. <laughs> We're going to regret it, but let's do it. And uh, they both got through it just fine, you know. Um, Sebastian loved it and uh, Oliver not so much. He was, uh, wasn't that cool, buddy? No, daddy, that was not cool. <laughs> like, oh boy. Never again. Never again. You scarred but, him. Uh, yeah, I know. He's over it. And later on in the day, he saw another roller coaster. And he's like, let's go do that one. I said, no, we're not doing that one, buddy. No more roller coasters for you. But uh, aside from that, he, they were great and had lots of fun. And it's a cool place. It's it's worth visiting. Uh, with the kids, Brody would love it. Um, you know, it's all kinds of things. We we picked days that uh, it was weekdays, so it wasn't busy. We had no wait times. Even at Disney, we did uh, the Magic Kingdom and um, Hollywood Studios. And both days, we did that, uh, what was it, uh, Tuesday and Thursday the days we did the Disney parks okay. and uh, it was fine no waits 10 minute waits 15 minute waits it's a good time to go yeah. it was a good time to go yeah so highly recommend the end of October the the kids are back in school in the US and you know it's cool but uh, it was a fun time all in all it was a good vacation lots of swimming and hot tubbing and just relaxing 
Awesome. We were in bed by seven o'clock each night. We're pretty lame. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that's earlier than the, what time you go to bed. It here. really is. I know. I'm a morning person. I'm usually up by four thirty five. But well, there's a lot of walking. A lot of walking, Disney. busy days. Yeah. Oh yeah. But all in all it was a good vacation. Always good to come back home though. Isn't it? Back to work. I know. Yeah. Sean's an uncle? Yes. 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 My sister had her first baby. Congrats. So we went out up to Toronto, Toronto for a couple of days and uh you know. We they were right downtown, so yes. uh, Saint as Saint Michael's, I think. But yet twenty five dollars uh, for just a couple hours of parking. You see, oh people complain about Windsor. And my brother in law got, uh, you know, he hadn't slept for two days. The whole process, <sighs> so he uh, had to move his car. Oh no, moved it to a towaway oh, no. zone. Uh-uh. So he got towed. The ticket. Oh, so okay. So I had to drive him to the impound. Oh. <gasps> to get the car to impound and a $150 ticket on top of that just to get the car. 300 bucks. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, you got to love Toronto. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And people complain about the parking at our hospital. Oh, it was... gig. Nothing. Yeah, $25 just to... Just to park, just to go a say A couple hello. hours, not even oh, for the yeah. day or anything, oh, yeah. just for... It was great. So that was her, that was the present for the baby. I paid for parking. <laughs> <laughs> so the poor baby. Oh, boy. But yeah, no, she's... Boy she's or girl? Girl. Name? Angela. Angela. Named after his uh, his uh, mother. She had passed away uh, a little while ago. Oh, so, cool. uh, yeah, beautiful, beautiful baby, healthy. It was uh, it was really awesome. Amber used to work here at the radio station. Yeah, years forever and ago. Years she ago. did uh, the garage sale show. Yep. Long, oh, yeah, long, long, long time. I ago. think she started right before I did, or she was uh, at the tail end when I started yep. in two thousand and one. But uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, it was, that was, it, was it was pretty cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, everybody's ready for Halloween. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! I, you know it. <laughs> you gotta tell your story in just a second. But it reminds me, we did the hollow, the not so scary Mickey Halloween thing at Disney, um, last uh, the night before last Friday night, and uh, you literally you go, you pay a fortune. <laughs> By the time you get in there, it's like four hundred bucks for the four of us to go, and uh, we left Sophie at home with uh, with her grandparents. Uh, at I shouldn't say at home at, in Florida at the house we rented. And uh, they give you these these Halloween bags, these gift bags, and you walk around trick or treating. Okay, after like four of the fifteen stops, we had four bags jam packed. <laughs> the these the the employees take like two handfuls and just throw them in your bucket. It's insane. I said, okay, we just skip Halloween on, at yeah. home because yeah, you've got you, enough candy to last. <laughs> you got we candy got to give candy. your neighborhood. Yeah, you oh. hand it out. Seriously. <laughs> But you got you got to tell your so, story. So yeah. uh, my daughter Brooklyn is eleven, and yes. I mean every year, grade six, uh, grade six. Yep. So every year we we go out, we go trick or treating. It's kind of our thing. And uh, this year she dropped the bomb on me, Dad. I'm going out by myself oh. with my friends, and there's nothing you can say or do to change my mind. Oh, come so on. So it'll be just well. I mean, we'll go with a couple of the neighbors, and we'll still have fun and. We'll have, our, them. We'll have yeah. our wagon of treats for the adults. Sure, you can sure. be two houses in front. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. it. Oh man, so I'll have to slap a GPS locator on her yeah. or something. But I still told her I still get my forty percent cut of her candy. <laughs> candy. So nothing's changed with that respect. <gasps> oh boy, what do you do? Right, bound to happen. They uh, they grow up eventually. So very fast, very fast. What uh, what costumes are they? Uh, 
Uh, Brody is going to be a scary clown, which is oh, still no. allowed in Canada from oh. what, I, what I've heard. And uh, Brooklyn is going to be a horse. Of course. she's. We got bought her this horse head at uh, the Halloween store. How, where do you night. find a horse head? Uh, it's, apparently it's pretty popular. There were a whole bunch. They were uh, Only one store had it. All the other stores were sold out. Come on. Yep. We had to go to three. What, what's the craze coming from? I don't. I've been missing something, obviously. Something. I don't know. We're behind the horse times. Head. How do you even see? Like it must be long. Like, is it like a long? Yeah, it's like a long, like a horse head. A horse head, and you can see out the snout. Like there's oh my zero visibility. So one, she's not <laughs> going to be see, with me. And there you go. Jokes on her though. She, she might need you. Yeah, and that's what I mean. In the end, she might end up needing you, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> you need to I'll guide just, me. <laughs> I'll just block those holes. I'll be like, look, you can't see. You got to come with me. Off the line. Man, I'm not ready to let go. Not yet. <laughs> oh, boy, oh boy. And you have a few years left with uh, with Brody. So really, yeah. Thankfully, enjoy them. Yeah. Okay. So when we come back, we're gonna. What should we do first? We have uh, red flags to look for in a real estate listing, which is a bit funnier. And we have home repair remedies to borrow from your medicine cabinet. We'll surprise you. Good idea. Okay. Yeah. When we come back, we'll, we'll get to one of these. Okay. Lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. You make better decisions when you are informed of what's going on. Real estate is often the largest investment you'll ever make. You want a real estate team you can trust helping you along the way. And definitely be able to make better decisions because of it. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800 with one of the most trusted realtors in Windsor-Essex, Dan Jemis. Okay, welcome back. Uh, okay, home repair remedies to borrow from your medicine cabinet. And uh, Sean LeBlanc uh, and Courtney Bondi in studio with me today, and we're going to take some turns reading some of these off. Who wants to go first? All right. Court, go for it. An aspirin a day. So pesky yellow sweat stains left over on white shirts after a hard day's work are unsightly and virtually impossible to remove. But aspirin can give you a boost on laundry day what? and remove those offending stains. Yeah, so grind up a few aspirin and uh, mix with enough water to form a thick paste. Apply to the stains with a toothbrush and then launder in the hottest water possible. The salicylic acid in the aspirin helps make the stain water soluble. Hmm. Huh. So the same paste can also be used to remove pesky rust stains in the bathroom left behind from razors and metal cans. Let it sit on your tub's ledge or vanity countertop for 10 minutes, then wipe it away. Tough stains might require an additional application. I actually have a, a rust stain in my tub right now from the little thing. I'll try it. Look at that. And we'll see if it I'll actually works. I'll report next weekend. There we go. Next weekend's show, Court. <laughs> I'll have a nice you report. Just, you just need some aspirin now. There you go. Here you go. <gasps> Shall I go next? All right. Uh, the clipper stripper without a set of wire strippers, which is something I'm not accustomed to because I seem to have every tool there yeah, is. Sean has everything, yeah. Uh, substitute your nail clippers instead. Their small, easy-to-wield blades can do double duty huh. and snip away the plastic coating from any wiring project. I can see that. But I would advise, if you do not know anything about wiring... To make sure it's disconnected? Uh, yes. <laughs> and that, hire a professional. <laughs> that would be, yeah, hire a professional. If your uh, electrician is using uh, nail clippers... Nail clippers, we got a problem. Then that's our next topic. Red, red flags for your home repair Stop people. using Kijiji. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> At all costs. Oh, gosh. Okay, next. Smile. Toothpaste has uh, myriad uses uh, around the house, including making a great patching material to fill... I've actually heard this. To fill holes left by screws and nails in your walls. Spread toothpaste in and around the nail hole and wipe smooth with a damp cloth. Once dry, you can dab a bit of paint to match the rest of the wall. I've actually heard of that. I've never hmm. heard of that. you never heard of that? I've heard of that. But isn't it about, like, a few bucks, like, 
to buy the actual like real paste. So yes, yeah, it's very yeah, cheap. It's, it's cheap. But if you if it's Sunday is closed or it's late at night, then you're bored and you and say, you're "Hey, hey the oh. nail hole is just driving me nuts right now. I got to get to it Honey, immediately." Get the yeah. Oh boy. Uh, uh, you're next. So tight spots use tweezers. Um, so the precision of tw- tweezers grip can be uh, extremely useful when working with computers and household electronics. So all our small pieces uh, that can assemble them. I think many people know that one. Yes. Use uh, use some tweezers there. Use a screwing tool to plug and unplug small connectors as well as hold tiny screws steady as you're unscrewing them. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, also if you're good if, for slivers. Yes, if you're just... Uh, <laughs> yes, it does. If you're just joining us, we're talking about home repair remedies to borrow from your medicine cabinets. Sean? All right, slip sliding away. If you stock your cabinet with a pod of Vaseline or petroleum jelly, you've hit the mother load of fix-its. Mm. This slick substance quiets squeaky doors when dabbed on the hinges and lubricate sticky locks, windows, and sliding door tracks for easier opening. Hmm. You'd think you'd have to get it like in the actual hinge, though. Well, no, like, like if in you, the, once once it, you put it on and it opens up, it, it's, it just soaks, in. soaks right in. But hmm. yeah, that's a lot easier than, uh, you know, usually it's WD-40, right? Yeah. We'll spray anything. So in the winter, this does good for more than just uh, chapped lips. Vaseline can save you the headache and help preventing frozen locks. Apply a thin layer on both the lock and key and insert uh, the key into the lock and work it back and forth to lubricate the tumbler. Look at that. Vaseline. Good old Vaseline. I hate the smell of Vaseline. It's gross. Um, well, it's petroleum jelly, I guess. It's, it's made of oil. Or oil. Uh, polished approach. Nail polish can be used for more than just painting fingernails. So stock up on a bottle or two of the clear stuff. If you have a loose screw, polish can give it a bit of an extra, a bit of extra holding power. Just paint the threads before you screw it into place. Similarly, if uh, its staying power can stop small holes in window screens from expanding into a full tear. I did oh. hear that on on screens. If you have yeah. a little hole, you just you kind of put it around there, and it it stops it from getting any Come bigger. Come on. Oh, that's a good little tidbit. Yeah. All here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. There you go. Cheap fix-its. Keep going. Uh, So from your medicine cabinet. All right. Well, bubble up. So soap is another natural lubricant. uh, Good for loosening zippers, unsticking drawers, and even making nails go through wood more easily. So rubbing soap over a saw blade will also help the blade slice through the wood easier, allowing you to cut straighter and making the blade less likely to split the wood. Sean, is that a trick you use? Uh, no, I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be something I'd use, but you know, yeah. not not something I'm accustomed oh, to. Shoot. Uh, just like this one, the cool comb over. So save hey, I yourself. I used to have a cool comb over in, in uh, high school. Oh, you. we! I've seen some magical comb overs. <laughs> There's one in, in one of my neighbors. I won't mention oh, him because I really like him. He's probably listening. Um, <laughs> he probably is. Uh, save yourself a bruised thumb. So the next time you go to hammer nail, simply yeah. by reaching for this particular hairstyle tool before you get started, a fine tooth comb can grip the nail between the teeth at one end while you hold onto the other safely out of the path of your hammer. Once you have tapped the nail in securely, unhook the comb and continue to tap the nail away until you're satisfied. I'm going to try this because I always end up banging my finger. Yeah, I have... I mean, destroyed my thumb before. However, oh. if I had to put a comb around every <laughs> nail, nail before I 
I don't think I would be a very efficient uh, handyman. Well, what's likely happening is somebody is banging their thumb and thinking, okay, where's that comb? <laughs> grab, this one nail, not for a whole bunch. Yeah. Take your yeah, forever. Maybe for smaller like, nails. Hanging pictures can. or something. or. Absolutely. There you go. <sighs> okay. And uh, last but not least, for home repair remedies to borrow from your medicine cabinet, pearly whites. Now get even more use from your old hygienic supplies. Uh, when the toothbrush head on an electric model has brushed its last enamel tooth, transfer it to your cleaning caddy. I, I get this to be the late to be late used as a grout scrubber. Huh? Come cleaning day, reattach it to the body of the brush, so that electric powered spinning takes all the work out of the dreaded task for you. Now, don't remember, or don't forget to put this back for your spouse to use on their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Might be a little boy. gritty. Uh, gritty. Yeah. I wonder if you could use the aspirin on hey. your on your grout with your with your toothbrush, with your wife's toothbrush, with your electric with your wife's, wife's electric, electric toothbrush. toothbrush. We're gonna combine a lot of these. Yeah, you know, isn't that something? I think my my favorite one of this is the aspirin. I think that's pretty. Uh, it's pretty neat. Okay, we'll see if it works for rust stains. When we come back. We're going to take a news break here. When we come back, we're going to, um, we have a couple of things. We have an email of the week that uh, was emailed over this week when I was away in Florida. And we have uh, red flags to look for in a real estate listing. Now, this is a, a bit of a funnier, um, it, although it's not funny, but it, it can be not funny, but it's it's funnier taste on things, okay? Um, and uh, I have an example from our team personally that we can use in the last couple of weeks. Um or last couple months, whenever it was. Okay, talk about that. Lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Sean LeBlanc and Courtney Bondi, sales reps with the Dan Jemis team in studio with me today. Uh, and uh, let's get to uh, a question that was emailed over uh, this week while I was in Florida. So, hi, Dan. We listen to your show every week and thought we'd, uh, you'd be the perfect person to ask for advice. We listed our home a few months back with a realtor that was recommended to us by a family member. We've been extremely unhappy with our choice since the beginning. He came to our home to sign the listing paperwork and we've barely heard from him in over three months. What are our options to change realtors? Um, okay, so, um, well, if you sign a con, well, you obviously sign a contract to uh, to start the listing. Sean, want to attack this a little bit? Yep, so uh, first and foremost, what people don't realize is uh, the contract you sign is actually with uh, the brokerage first. Yep. yep. So a lot of people think, well, I listed my house with uh, realtor Joe Blow. Well, what you people don't understand is you've listed your house with his realty company first, and Joe Blow is merely a representative of Correct. that realty company. So uh, to get out of the listing uh, ultimately falls on the broker's shoulders whether they want to release the listing or not. Correct. So the first step, I would say, if you're if you're that dissatisfied, if you've talked to the realtor and the realtor is unwilling to uh, let you out of the listing, the next step would be to uh, go to the brokerage, the broker of record. Yeah. talk to the broker of record, yeah. and uh, you know voice your concerns. Mm -hmm. uh, you know they may just outright let you out of the listing, or the broker may uh, recommend another realtor to take over in, in their the, brokerage. In the place. Yep, yep. And Sean's exactly right. So the listing uh, that you sign is with the brokerage, not with the specific salesperson. Um, and so ultimately, it's the broker of records' decision uh, as to what happens. Uh, yeah, Court. I, I just don't know if people always realize they don't always think either that they can interview yes. other other 
agents as well before you pick to to go with someone for a listing you know take that time and to, do you your know, research and do your research yep. educate yourself and see what are they going to do to to help you we hear it more often than not yeah. and, and how often guys do we end up at a listing that's um somebody expired right uh and you know by the time they they experience the dan Gemma's team they, they they can't believe the difference we we strive on our team to be different and to uh, to really keep in touch and educate our clients and uh, to really help them understand what's happening when it's happening. Um, and one of the biggest complaints is definitely lack of communication. Yep, mm-hmm. every time. Every time. Every time. Um, and just, you know, it, it's it's scary and it's sad, but at the same time, um, you know, it, it helps us uh, strive to be different and it really helps us uh, guide, guide us to where we need to be. Uh, in the marketplace, but uh, Sean's absolutely right. The, your first call should be to uh, the broker of record. If if the agent himself or herself is not willing to uh, release you from that contract, then go to the uh, the broker of record and see if they're willing to do something. Oftentimes, and we've had it happen a lot, that people uh, you know find out uh, that uh, you know they should have gone with somebody else, and they call us and say, Dan, you know we want to be with you guys instead of our current realtor. Well, guys, we're not going to step on another realtor's toes. Talk to that that realtor if they want to release you, and oftentimes they do. You know, yeah. uh, realtors don't don't uh, don't typically want to be in a relationship that is not you know benefiting both parties, um, and so you know I know on our team we would never hold someone against their will to a contract. It's not no, smart. It's not good business. We we do uh, we, we run our business on referrals, and if if someone's not happy with our service, you know they're not going to refer us. And so by holding them hostage to a contract, it's not going to do anybody any good. So we would never hold anyone personally to a contract they wouldn't want to be held to uh, for a listing uh, or a buyer representation agreement uh, either, right? So hopefully that answers your question uh, with that one. Anybody else have anything else they want to add to that? Uh, There's two options uh, when your contract is getting released. There is a suspension and there's a cancellation. Yep. So uh, a suspension means that you uh, cannot relist your home until that contract voids, Correct. which is basically the expiry date of the contract. A cancellation is a straight out, uh, that day, the contract's done, you're free to do uh, whatever you can after yep. the fact. So, uh, you know, you be careful. There's there's questions to ask, you know, can I relist uh, the very next day would be the easiest one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, cancellation as opposed to suspension. Correct. Yep, that's that's absolutely right. So there you go. Hope that answers the question. If you have any more questions, by all means, uh, reach out to the team. We'd be happy to uh, to help answer them. Okay. Uh, next, let's talk about some red flags to look for in a real estate listing. So a lot of these things uh, in this article that that we have here, um, you know, can be a little funny, right? And there's there's a, a funny tack to them. Um, and you know, we're guilty of a lot of these too because well, we're just trying to be creative and, and write some some more creative stuff in some listings. Uh, but it does give you some some pause for thought when you read some of these. Uh, and if anybody watches Ellen, she often has uh, um, some some segments on on some funny real estate listings. Uh, but uh, let's talk about some red flags to look for in a real estate listing. I don't, I don't know if red flags are, are is the right term to use for it, but uh, some raise, things to raise question. awareness. Yes, yeah, some, some raise awareness, awareness. In, in some of these. So, uh, Sean, you want to start? Sure. So cozy charm. When used in real estate listings, the words cozy or charming aren't describing the ambience of the space so much as the size. Translation, this home is small. <laughs> Tiny houses are a trend for sure, uh, but it that's not what you're looking for. Keep shopping. So uh, in addition to this, we see 
uh, Dollhouse come yes. up a lot. This yeah. so when I see Dollhouse, I think uh, suitable for dolls. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> very tiny. Oh shoot, Cord, go ahead. Cute. All right, cute's another. Uh, yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah super like cute. cute. Super cute. Although I, you know, I've used cute in the past too, and it just means that you know. It's cute. It's cute. It could yeah. be, but you're right. It typically is. Yeah, it's a buzzword. It's a small, cute place. Just be aware, right? Yeah. When you're walking in, if it's tiny, well. Yeah, I really wouldn't use cute for a, a three thousand square foot, yeah. you know, ranch. No, but okay. Court, go ahead. So we got vintage style. If you see a bathroom or kitchen described as vintage, <laughs> that means they're old, <laughs> like from the fifties. So if that's your style, you're in luck. But if not, you'll want to factor in the cost of renovations before deciding if this home is both in your budget and worth a visit. There you go. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, so, there's yeah. a lot of vintage in Windsor. If it's there's described vintage. as vintage and there's not very many pictures of that, that might be a little red yeah. flag there yeah. too. First of all, one of the biggest, it's completely off topic, but one of the biggest red flags that we see on our team is a listing with only an exterior picture. If you have a listing with... An exterior picture that means one of a couple things. Number one, the inside is not in good shape. Sometimes there could be tenants living inside, so it could just be lack of yep. you know cleanliness, um, or the home is outdated. Uh, it needs some renovations, that kind of thing. Or you have a lazy realtor, one or the other, one of those few few yeah, options. It's but typically not a good sign if there's no pictures. No, typically no. not a good sign if there's no pictures. Uh, next, market watch. If it's back on the market. There's a reason why the original sale fell through. The reason for a botched sale could lie with the previous buyer, but you'll want to do your homework before you give the seller the benefit of the doubt. Keep an eye out for serious maintenance issues that may be disguised by quick surface repairs and call in a trusted home inspector to help you spot any hidden problems. Now, this one is worth discussing. Now, there is, like we tell all of our sellers when we list a home, there is nothing worse than a house sitting on the market. And in a market like today, you want to sell as quickly as possible. If you're not selling quickly in a market like we have right now in Windsor-Essex, there's usually a problem. That problem could be with the home. Um, oftentimes, it's the price. Like we say, anything will sell if it's priced properly. Yep. It could be a dump. It'll sell if it's, pri if it's priced properly, right? So regardless of what the condition of the home is in, though, well, if it's priced accordingly, it'll typically sell. If it's not priced accordingly then the, the sign will sit on the front lawn. And anyone listening right now, if you see a sign on the front lawn for a long time, what are you thinking to yourself as you're driving by every day? It's priced too high. It's priced too high. Something's what's wrong, wrong with, with it. What's wrong with the Yeah, what's, what's going on, right? So uh, you definitely want to make sure that your house is priced properly and you're taking the advice of your realtor. Uh, and again, if your realtor is not giving you advice or not giving you feedback, that's another problem that you have to look at. But, um, you know, market watch for sure. And... If there's an expired listing, and listen, we get them all the time. People call us all the time wishing they had come to us in the first place. Um, make sure that, you know, you're addressing issues. You want the feedback on your property. If you're getting showings and no offers, what is happening? What is the feedback from those realtors and their buyers? You do want it. Some people tell us, well, listen, if it's bad feedback, don't give it to us. No, no, we're definitely giving it to you. You need to hear it. Yeah, you have to hear it. You have yeah. to hear it. If you're not listening to the market, you're going to have a problem, Right. Um, and so an expired listing could be a problem. Now, if, for example, we've had this in the past as well, where somebody had a listing, um, we sold it or another realtor sold it and that buyer, for whatever reason, didn't go through with the sale, you know, either their financing fell apart at the last minute, they didn't check it properly or who knows, um, or for whatever reason, 
their their purchase um, or their sale on their property fell apart, so they can't purchase your property now. There's no financing, right? So that could be another reason that the, the property is back on the market. So again, do your research, ask the realtor what, what happened, why is it back on the market, and they'll, they'll tell you what's going on, right? They'll tell you whatever they can. Um, but hopefully, you know, it's something, uh, you know, that's a, a good reason. A, a good reason is, is a buyer didn't, didn't come through on the sale. Not necessarily a problem with the house, right? Could be a problem with the buyer. Yeah, you just got to so, do your research, ask yeah. your questions. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. Okay. Next in the uh, red flags to look for in real estate listing. Sean, go for it. Beware of bespoke. Beware of bespoke. Bespoke. Go for it. Good word. Uh, When a home listing touts its custom features, take care. That sounds impressive on paper, but may look less appealing in person. After all, custom upgrades, like any other choice, reflect the taste of the previous owner and may not be your taste. You know, one of the best examples here, I think, um, geez, could be paint colors. That's an easy one, right? And so oftentimes people say, okay, we're going to paint. So they go to doobies, buy all their paint or pick their paint, and they go with all kinds of very brave colors. Yeah. You know, I love, yeah, I love, you know, fluorescent orange. I love (laughs) That's great. Dark red. Dark red. That's fine. That's nice. But the buyer coming in might not. not. And it's going to take 14 coats or Benjamin Moore's aura. To really cover that, yes, you know, because it's it's nice and dark and you no know, lots of primer. Or uh, you know, one house uh, we have has pink uh, countertops. Yes. So you know, somebody at some point loved uh, pink. Yep. But um, most people do not. But beware that you know the buyer coming in to buy that house is likely going to want to change them, and will take it into into consideration. Yeah. Yep. Right. Wallpaper is a big one. Oh. Um, and although it's coming back a little bit. But typically for accent walls, you're not seeing borders, that kind of thing. Uh, it's coming back a little bit. But we still see houses full of wallpaper, and that's fine. But understand that the buyer coming in is going to want to take that wallpaper down. Yep. That's a project. It just knocks the price down. Knocks the, Yeah, it's it's just one little thing that yep. you know needs to be done. Or, I mean, so. flooring or like really dark flooring yep. or uh, you know, in a bathroom, like black tiles. I sure. see a lot of that. Uh. We put black tiles in our first house um, in the bathroom. And they were gorgeous, but man, did we curse every time we walked on that, on that tile with bare oh, yeah. feet, it would mark the tile. We put almost like oh. a black uh, laminate in our uh, last house. Yes. And when it was clean, oh, it, was great. it, looked, it great. looked amazing. Oh, yeah. But uh, you took one step on the floor. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you could see everything. It was a disaster. That was the difference. It was like it was a black shiny tile. Like it was yeah. just, you know, smooth and oh, shiny. Yeah. yeah, you saw everything on it. Hair, <laughs> everything. You name it. Boy, oh, boy. Uh, Court, you're next. The new it neighborhood. You might expect an up-and-coming neighborhood to be artsy and hip, but that's not always the case. In many listings, the term is used to describe um, to an area that's in the process of transition. Perhaps the residential block is filled with old or rundown properties with a few newly renovated homes sprinkled throughout. Before you buy, consider what the neighborhood will look like in the long term, and if you want to live in a neighborhood that's still in the process of change, I just had that yesterday with a home that I showed a client of ours. You did? Yeah, it was a brand new, like they, they redid the whole thing, yep. but the neighborhood did, didn't so fit much. in the neighborhood. Yeah. So. And nothing worse than uh, than showing a listing when you know the house looks great from the outside, but then you look next door. Yeah, that's oh, exactly got, uh, what it was. He's got two cars yeah. on the front lawn. Yeah, and, uh, and the, the front lawn is 10 feet tall, and there's garbage bins everywhere, and it's, they're tipped over, and yeah. 
that uh, that's not good. Uh, a little love if a place is advertised as needing TLC, then it's likely a bona fide fixer upper, <laughs> which is okay for most. For a lot of people, they want fixer uppers, right? Mm-hmm. That could be good news if you're on a strict budget and. Uh, um, Yes, that could be a good news if you're on a strict budget and are open to purchasing a time-sensitive starter house. Before you make an offer, call on an uh, excellent inspector who can clearly explain the home's pain points. After all, you wouldn't want to get stuck with a money pit. So, oh, in, Sean's got in, a story. in Windsor, yes. when I hear TLC, first thing I think is uh, older wiring, Yep. Uh, plumbing, heating, cooling, heating, cooling, kitchen. I mean, like the major, 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 major big expenses. Oh yeah, windows, roof. TLC is usually, you know, like a like a gut. Yeah, is what it it, (laughs) would it it should say. Needs a little TLC. It needs to be uh, yeah. Because if if a listing doesn't you know doesn't need major things. Yeah, like major rhinos, we're not going to say needs TLC. It needs TLC if it needs TLC. Yeah. TLC kind of loving care, folks. is realtor speak for it needs ton, tons of loving care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay, Sean, next. you're next. We've got character study. So it may sound charming, but a house that's described as having lots of character could just be pl- plain. Could look just plain weird in person. I'm laughing because we see these houses all the, all time, the time where. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were built a hundred years ago and uh, people will go in and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm walking into some, my, like my grandmother's house. Yes. You know, uh, p- wood paneling is, oh, is yeah. one, but I wouldn't say wood pa- paneling has lots of character. This is more uh, trim and accents and wood, wood type features. Yeah. And I know we've all gone into the house where they've had this gorgeous, you know, oak trim. And they've painted it white. Yes. Oh, to, yes. Uh, modernize. That was it. a big. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we see all it all the time. time. It's painful. Yeah. So before yeah. you go showing, do a little more research to see if the home has a local reputation. So yep. you'll be prepared for any oddities you may encounter. You know, it's funny because uh, we laugh all the time, right? Back in the day, people had hardwood floors. Then they covered them with carpet. Yep. Right. So you can oftentimes pull carpet off and and have hardwood floors. And now people are going backwards. Yeah, covering yeah, hardwood. Covering, with, they're covering, you know, you know that's just it, right? Or, or you know, they're going back to, we're seeing a lot of people going back to carpet, oddly enough. Hmm. So that's, you know, carpet technology has changed a whole lot and it's, uh, you know, it's much easier to clean and, uh, you know, it's, stuff stays out of it much better. But we're seeing, it's just over the years, you see trends kind of come in and out, yep. in and out, right? Uh, Court, want to do the last one? Yeah, last but not least, sounds of silence. Mm. So a house located in a quiet location may be slightly off the beaten track, or it may be out and out secluded. So take a close look at the map before you head out to the little to the hills to determine the listing's proximity to civilization. You may want uh, the retreat, but ask yourself if you're truly ready for all it entails. Well, first of all, we don't have hills here in Windsor, Essex, no. so you're good there. <laughs> go hold um, And I don't know about this one. I, I'm not crazy about this one. This one, you know, oftentimes you could just have a quiet neighborhood. It could just be a more mature neighborhood with less kids, and they're just, well, you know. Where we're at, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's quiet very quiet sometimes. Until yeah. the, uh, Til the coyotes come out. Yes, at night, <laughs> And yeah. we hear the howling uh, <laughs> at nighttime. It can be a little a little interesting. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Um, you know, so again, a lot of these can be can be funny, but, uh, you know, and some people, I got to say, want flips. They want houses that need a lot of work. 
Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we know somebody personally that uh, just bought a, a flip recently. Um, you know, it needed everything. But that's what they're looking for. If it's priced properly, yeah. then yeah. you can, you can you know, have uh, some fun with it. Yeah, you nailed right? it in earlier when you said, you know, if anything's yes. priced properly, it will sell. We have clients that literally want stuff that they can do work to just to make it look better, rent them out or, or flip them. So it happens all the time. So don't be, if you have a house that needs a lot of work, don't be afraid of it. You know, it'll sell as long as it's priced accordingly. Mm -hmm. It's all it comes down to. Everything will sell. Everything. Yeah. If it's priced properly. I had a duplex where there was a fire upstairs. Yep. The tenant died in the fire. Yeah. And I mean, the upstairs looked like a burnt marshmallow. Oh no. And we had uh, multiple offers on the, uh, the second day. Jeez, and I mean, it was it was a disaster. Some people, again, some people will see that you know they can do things fresh with it. And again, uh, with a house that's not necessarily outdated, but you know, some people want to just paint their own colors. And oh, yeah. we've had listings that people just painted, and they want to come in and paint different colors. It happens. You still want to paint and make the house look fresh and you know new and renovated. Paint's one of the cheaper things you can do. Probably right? the cheapest. The cheapest. Yeah. The cheapest thing you can do. But okay, when we come back, uh, we'll talk about a few more things. Okay, lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the largest real estate team in Windsor, Essex, Dan Jemis. Okay, so you are out there thinking of uh, of selling your home? Give us a call. We'd love to come out there. Sean, tell people about uh, about the process. If they want to sell their house, what do we do? Oh, my goodness. It's uh, it's very easy. Uh, first and foremost, we want to uh, get in the house. It uh, happens all the time. People call up. How much is my house, house worth? Yeah. Uh, how much do you charge for commissions? Yeah. So uh, these are questions that we simply, you know, we just can't answer over the phone. The yep. commission packages vary. There's different things that we offer. Yep. We can customize it to suit your needs. Is your house dated? Outdated? Yeah, what, is, what What's is it got? I mean, I'd be doing you uh, a service. disservice yep. if I were to uh, give you a price over the phone because you know I need to I need to see it. I need to hear what you think of it. So, I mean, first and foremost, we need to get uh, into the home. We need to see it. We need to sit down and talk about everything. And we always we always ask for the sellers to walk us through for the owners to walk us through the home and explain everything from their mouths because yeah. they have all the stories behind everything. Yeah, and right? I mean, your your house uh, definitely tells a story. And yeah. Um, you know, we want to tell that same story to our clients. And I, I, I tell, I say that to my clients all the time. I'm like, you know, what, what's, what are some great things that have happened in the house? Because, uh, you know, when, uh, we do our listing descriptions, the last thing we want to do is our videos is make yeah. it, you know, remedial and, uh, you know, not a good read. We, we, we want to get people excited. Yep. So we want to talk about the things that, you know, would excite people. Feel the stories. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, I mean, um. Yeah, it's just I mean, just one of the ways we do things a little different. But I mean, the first we we want uh, we want to show people how we work. Yes, you know we want to show people how we're different. You know, uh, the relationship we have with people, the uh, the amount of time we put into these different things. So, you know, when you when you call us, we're going to ask a ton of questions about the house because we want to be super prepared when we get there. Have the uh, best comparables with us and. Yeah, you know? I mean, information uh, is very important. So, I mean, we we take a lot of time and a lot of effort and into these things. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a good idea for for us to get in there for sure. And like Courtney was saying earlier, if you are thinking of selling your home, you should always interview multiple realtors, always, because everyone does things differently. 
um, you know, we're super confident with how we do things and, and we are, we do believe that we are the best in the market, but at the end of the day, you have to experience it and speak to different people to know for yourself. Cause it's one thing for us to just say it, but you have to know and understand it and experience it. Talk to people who have used, uh, a, a realtor in the past. Uh, that's the best way really to know about it. Um, you know, but what are they uh, going to do for you? And do they have, do they have anything to, to back it up to yes, prove it to you? That's exactly it. Yeah, that's exactly like, it. You know, what, where, yeah. where do you advertise? Yep. What's your plan? Yep. Yeah. That's, you have to have a plan. That's a big one I get all the time. Yep. Yeah. You know, and you said it earlier, my realtor came, he, we signed the papers and I never heard from him again. Yep. So that was it. I mean, what, uh, what's going to happen after the fact? Cause there's lots of tools that are available to, uh, you know, to actually sell a house rather than just throw it up on the MLS and start praying. You got it. Okay, there you go. Hope you enjoyed today's show. We will see you next Sunday. Thank you for listening. Sean, Courtney, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Always great. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. If you thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.